Today on the Southern California Real Estate Report, we talk about the iBuyer program made famous by Zillow and Redfin. Stay tuned. Good morning and welcome to Southern California Real Estate Report. This is Bob McGuire and Daniel Wise coming to you from San Diego, California. We're starting to see more casualties from the Great Recession. Is that what this is? What what are we in right now? This is not the Great Recession. This is not the Great Recession. The Great Recession was 2008, right? This is the the new recession, the nouveau. The nouveau of something. I don't know what this is. Yeah. This is the, the nouveau the nouveau interest rate recession for real estate. Yeah, right. The weird thing no, is, so it depends on what you're looking at, right? So if you're a supply and demand person, which is kind of how I tend to view real estate and how asset prices are are derived, I'm looking at our market and I still see really tight inventory. Yeah, like there exactly. is not a lot on the market right now. Right. Um, Redfin, for those of you that aren't, you know, up to speed on the real estate brokerage world. Redfin is what we would call an iBuyer, right? Or they have a division that is an iBuyer. Mm-hmm. They're a direct competitor of Google. Um, of Zillow. Or excuse me, of Zillow. And I was going to say you can Google them and look at them. But they're anytime you Google an address, you usually are getting a Redfin or a Zillow analysis of that address. Um, Zillow is probably the big one. Redfin is kind of the, the second one. But Redfin has a brokerage arm, too. That's right. part of it. So they have their their information um, business unit. They have a brokerage business unit. And then they have this iBuyer platform. And so they are going to be cutting 13, 13% of their workforce. And they're going to shutter Redfin now, which is their iBuyer unit, um, just due to real estate interest rates going up as high as they have in such a short period of time, they don't feel like that model is really working for their business strategy right now. And so they they let go of 862 employees. It amounts to about 13% of their workforce. And um, they're going to, uh, they they actually laid off uh, 470 employees in June. They've been kind of doing this as rates have been going up. The iBuyer platform is kind of interesting. So they're going to start unwinding that. And as part of that that unwinding process, what I found that was interesting is right now it said that they had um, roughly $265 million um, in, in total homes that were either owned or under contract. And they're going to try and reduce that to 85 million by the end of January. So if you have to do that right now, that means you have 265 homes or 265 million in homes in mm-hmm. in home value to get that down to 85, you know, you're going to you're going to pitch through that's a lot of real estate to yeah. unload in November. Right. I mean, it could not be a worse time to be selling a house. I agree. So it's like and you're going to try and do that by the end of January. So I would say if you're somebody who's pretty astute and you're looking around for some real estate deals, Redfin's dealing. So you should definitely get familiar with the Redfin inventory right now, especially if you're an investor that's interested in SFR because um, that's all they own. They don't own anything else. They don't have any multifamily or anything like that. They're purely in the single family space. 
Um, but um, they are going to have to unload that real estate and they are going to take deals because yeah. there's no way you're going to get out of that in that shorter period of time with that kind of inventory. It's weird. Even though there's a shortage of inventory in our market, just what we've noticed in our office is that the transaction volume has come to literally a crawl. Right. Yeah, it, a it is. huge crawl. It is. And people aren't listing their homes. I feel like that's another thing to really consider is that, like, people are, I think, like, oh, well, I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. Can't yeah. go anywhere. Can't afford anything else. I'm stuck. I, I feel the same way. I, you know, I was having a conversation with uh, my husband. We were talking about how, like, well, we're going to invest more money into making our home just a little bit more comfortable for us because we're not going to sell anytime soon. We're we're here for we're here for a little longer. Yeah, I you mean, know, we were you know, we were originally on the like the five year plan to to upgrade our home, but no, <laughs> not right now. Yeah, I think everyone is feeling that way as well. I'm I'm going to finish off some last kind of improvements that I want to do to my house as well, like outside stuff, um, just to have it in a place where if I did want to sell it, I could quickly. Not that I want to sell it quickly, and what would I replace it with? And exactly, that's the thing. You know, the hard thing is, I think I think these guys at Redfin, and one of the things that we've seen a lot of is, you know, these. The, so a lot of the tech world kind of approaches real estate from this sort of place of what I think is kind of arrogant where they're like, oh, yeah, we can just, you know, just take these widgets and, you know, scale them and just sell them real fast and buy and flip and do things like that. But no one has really been successful. Like Zillow has been a total failure in, in that space. Redfin is now finding that trying to time real estate as if it's a commodity or a security or an equity, it's just not easy to do. And it's hard to go into markets too. In a lot of cases, they were what they were doing is just basically doing what wholesalers do, right? So they were sending out like mass mailers to people and saying, "Hey, we'll buy your house for all cash and give you a quick close." But if you're if you're not paying attention, and all of a sudden you bring in you know three hundred million dollars worth of inventory that's just sitting. And the market changes. Now, this has been unprecedented, but there's always peaks and valleys in every year even, you know, between the selling season and the seasons where you have to hold stuff and things like that. So it's been interesting. So I'll be curious with this. When when Redfin's, you know, first quarter, um, you know, financials come out and they have to report, I'll be interested to see, you know, what they end up selling these assets, what their mark-to-market was. On yeah. these assets. It's going to be very interesting to follow this because my guess is think about when they were buying these. I know. They, they were buying these in, in, you know, February, March, April, you know, all the way into the summer when prices were astronomically high. So now you're going to be, definitely be selling these at somewhat of a loss. And so that's not going to look real good on your financial statement. So this is, this is interesting, interesting stuff to follow. Certainly, we're going to see a little bit more of this. You know, every every week we keep hearing about, you know, the tech world. You know, Meta just laid off a bunch of people. Redfin's laying off a lot of people. The tech world, we're probably going to see a lot of layoffs happen. California is obviously very heavily, um, you know, vested in tech employers. 
Um, and so, you know, this will be interesting to see how this does affect the housing market. The other thing that's going to be interesting is I'm wondering where a lot of this Redfin inventory is. You know, I can tell you it ain't in La Jolla or Del Mar or places like that. So if these are in somewhat, you know, questionable areas, because who, who are the people in California that are going to do the unload my house for a quick cash offer and bail? You know, it's yeah. going to be in areas where, you know, there's already issues with the property. Right. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see, you know, what those what those properties are and uh, and and how that that ends up unwinding. But um, this is uh, this is one of the probably the many um, kind of casualties that we're going to see in the real estate market because of these high interest rates. The next thing in my prediction that's going to come is probably in the first quarter. You're going to see a lot of the larger mortgage guys start laying people off. That's that's coming. It's probably coming next month, really. Um, and you'll you'll probably see a lot of the banks and they'll start unwinding some of their their real estate related, you know, desks and things like that. So this is usually kind of the beginning. We'll continue to keep track of this stuff. I think that we're going to find that the real estate market here, at least in San Diego, is going to is going to probably hold to this test. We have still just remarkably low vacancy and like yeah, I said, there's just insane. there's a total lack of supply in our market for the amount of demand for all the people that are moving here. It's it's crazy. I agree. And so we'll we'll see how that goes. These big projects that we've talked about in previous podcasts, like the one we did last week about um, about Seaport Village, um, some of the projects that we talked about in that, some of those apartment projects, the absorption and these new buildings that get built, it'll be very interesting to see how these apartments fill up and what the lease-ups are like. Yeah, we said it before, and, you know, for some reason, you know, we've been wrong in the past. Class A buildings are still very popular in yeah. San Diego, and yeah. I think they're going to... There's still a need. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see when these come yeah, on the market. Yeah, you're right about that. We thought after the pandemic that the Class A stuff was going to get hit kind of hard, and it bounced back amazingly well. It now, did. we didn't understand the amount of migration that came into our city at that time. We we weren't paying attention to that like we are now. I mean, now you're really seeing it, and you can feel it. Just the traffic. Yeah. The traffic's totally different now. Uh, yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah. So we'll continue to track this. Uh, thanks for listening today. This is the Southern California Real Estate Report. <laughs>